Hey, hey, y'all. If you want to head to our website to check out all the different things Pizzazz offers, then just head to pizzazzart.com. That's P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. You will see our online memberships. We've got kids club memberships, our lettering club membership, our one project a month membership. We call that paint and praise. You will see some freebies that we've got there for you. And you'll see our local classes if you're local. So head to the website, check it out, pizzazzart.com, P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. Hey, hey y'all, this is Casey Hope from the Here's Hope podcast, and today I am wishing you a very Merry Christmas. If you are listening to this in real time, it is December 25th. It is Christmas Day, and so I thought, what better way if a podcast is coming out on Christmas Day, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about what we're celebrating, the birth of Christ, and not just the birth of Christ, but today I want to talk about the basics of Christianity, like the very, very basics of Christianity. And there's a lot of you that are listening to this that have grown up in church, and you know the basics of Christianity through and through. But what I also know is that there are a lot of listeners out there that want to know more about Christianity, want to know more about what the Bible says, but maybe they're brand new. Maybe you are brand new to um, just kind of tipping your toe into learning about what the Bible says about Jesus. I also know that 50%, y'all, this is, this really surprised me, 50% of our YouTube followers, which we don't have a huge YouTube presence yet. We are hoping to improve that in 2024. But we noticed when we were looking at the analytics that 50% of our lists or our, our viewers are from India. And I know for a fact that India is only about 2% Christian. So therefore, you know, I live in Alabama and sometimes think that everybody knows everything about the Christian faith. But when I look at the reach of this podcast and the reach of our YouTube channel and all the things I know just based on simple math and stats that there are a lot of you out there that want to know more. And you might listen to different podcasts and to different books. And even on this podcast, we talk about God a lot. We talk about His Word a lot. But we have very rarely just laid out exactly what our Christians believe, which is known as the gospel. We have not done that exactly. A quick little story and side note of what really made me think, I really need to just share the gospel straight up on the podcast. I was working out the other day. We have a new workout place here in town. And it's the kind, I don't know if you've got this where you live, but it is where you work out in a sauna. So there are multiple different infrared saunas and you schedule a time on your app to go and you go in there. You can go with one up to three people. I usually go alone. I love just the quiet time. It's kind of a little bit dark. It's warm, obviously, because it's a sauna and you can choose like what video you want to watch while you're in there. So you can do all kinds of different workouts and I was kind of new to it. It's 24 hours, which means you can go any time of the day, but they don't always have people working all hours of the day. So I had gone after hours and I had made my appointment on my phone and I was going to go work out. I got to the sauna and because nobody was there to help me, I was just kind of figuring things out on my own. You know, I'd gone and gotten my mat and I've gotten my towel and 
I double checked which number sauna was I supposed to go to and I, I found it and I tried to open the door and I kind of jiggled it, pushed and pulled it and it didn't, it didn't move. And so then I noticed that the handle was like this little wood handle. It looked like a rectangle. And I thought maybe I have to like turn that like perpendicular. So I tried to turn it. It wouldn't move. And I thought, I wonder if I lift up on the handle and then push or pull. And so I lifted it up and then push, push, pull, pull. And it's just like, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Nothing's happening. <laughs> I could not open it. And so I was like, okay, so maybe since I had to book a certain time, maybe it is just waiting for that exact time. I was like two minutes early. Maybe it's waiting for that exact time and then it's going to unlock the door. So I waited there patiently, just looking at the empty sauna that I wanted to be in and <laughs> just holding my holding my mat, my towel and my water bottle and just waiting, time a ticking, waiting until that clock hit six o'clock, which was the time that I had booked for going hit six o'clock. I went to the handle, push and pull, push and pull. Bam. It was just not moving. It was not budging. And I thought, man, there's not even anybody here to help me. I just need somebody to tell me the trick on how to open the door. Luckily, there was somebody else who was coming out of a sauna. And I said, excuse me, is there a trick to this? Like, how do you open this door? Y'all, 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 that lady came over. God bless her. So sweet. She put her hand on that and she just slid it to the left. Yep. Slide. Takes hardly no effort. It's a sliding door, not a push and pull door. Y'all, I felt like an idiot. I had been pushing and pulling and twisting the knob and thinking there were so many tricks and things that I needed to do to get into the sauna. And all I had to do was slide that door right there. I just needed somebody to tell me how to get in. I wanted to get in that sauna. I tried to get in that sauna, but there was no clear directions on what probably should have been common sense to most people. It wasn't clear to me. I needed somebody to show me. And in that moment, I kid you not, I feel like the Holy Spirit dropped into me that a word of Casey, just like you needed help to get into that door. There's a lot of people that need help knowing about me, that are standing and knocking at the door and don't know how to get to me. They think there's a million different ways and they think there's that all roads lead to me. They That is not true, by the way. They need to know about me. And so in that moment of me being so thankful that somebody just showed me how to open the door, I was like, all right, we know what our Christmas podcast is going to be about. We are going to just show people, show people what the Bible says about Christianity. All right, so again, I'm just going on, just skimming this, you know, the the surface, the basics. This is not going to be a long sermon. This is just clearing up some things that if you are in a culture or a community or a a different mindset and you might not fully know what Christians believe, I'm just going to go over a few of the kind of the the corner the cornerstones of it. All right, so number one, we are all sinners. Christians believe that all of us are sinners. Now, that is not a popular belief. People don't really want to think about that. People want to say that we're perfect and we're great just how we are. And, um, you know, whatever makes us happy, we just do it and nothing's wrong with us. And we don't need a Savior because we're A-OK. But Christians do not believe that. Um, And honestly... Do you really believe that? Even if you tell yourself that over and over and over, can't you see that we all have faults? Every single one of us. 
we try to do good and sometimes we just don't. Um, Romans 3.23 in the Bible. So chapter 3, the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have got to let that sit for a bit because, see, if we don't believe that we're sinners, then why do we need a Savior? We're perfect. We don't need anything. If that's our mindset, then we don't even think that we need a Savior. But the Bible tells us and common sense tells us, me just looking at my own life tells us that we're all sinners. Romans 6.23 goes on to say, the wages of sin, okay, the, the payment for sin is death. Eternal death, separation from God. With the wages of sin is death. But here's the good, good, good but. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let me read that one more time. Yes, we are sinners. Romans 6, 23 says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is the good news, y'all. That is the good news. We are sinners in need of a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus Christ, the one that we are celebrating His birth today, the one that the history just Time is split because of him. He rocked this world and he changed things for the better when he came. And so let's talk about Jesus a little bit. So what do Christians believe about Jesus? We do not believe that he was just a good man. We believe he was a whole lot more than that. If he was just a good man, well, he couldn't be. Because if, if he was not the Savior, if he's just a regular man who happened to do good deeds, well, then he's a liar because he told everybody that he was the Savior. You know what I'm saying? So there's no way that he could just be a good man because he said a whole lot of things that uh, say that he was he was God. We believe that he was born to a virgin, that he was sinless. And let me back up. The whole being born to a virgin thing, one of the things that's so cool about even that is that it was prophesied years and years and years and years before it came true. If you really want to dig in and start looking at all the things that the prophets said about Jesus— before he was ever born, and then what actually, how it all came to fruition, it is amazing. Like, there's no way that every single one of those prophecies could line up the way that it lined up without it being God's divine hand on it. And so, yes, we believe he was born to a virgin. Yes, we believe he lived a sinless life. He was not a normal man who just did good every once in a while. Because a normal man who did good every once in a while, I know a lot of them. I know I love a lot of them. Good men. But they got sin. They do. But not Jesus. He did not. He was a sinless man. And we believe that when he was killed on that cross, that he took the punishment for us. Remember in Romans 6, 23, where it says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. It's through Jesus. He took our punishment for us when he died on the cross. And he proved that he was not just a man when he was raised from the dead three days later. Y'all, so much power, so much goodness. We believe that Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, that is the three in one. I know that's a hard concept for some people. That is what Christians refer to as the Trinity. 
But we, you know, that we we do believe that Jesus is God and the Holy Spirit, all three in one. And then salvation. Let me just read a few things about what the Bible says about salvation. First of all, it says it's or a couple of just highlights before I start reading the scriptures. It says that salvation is available to all, but only through Jesus. Now, I know that's a hot topic, that's controversial, but that is what the scriptures say. So let me just go to scripture. So John 3, 16, this is where it's saying, hey, this is for everybody. For God so loved the world. He is a God of love, not a God of, you know, of just waiting to see what you do to to get onto you. A lot of people have that wrong viewpoint of God, but no, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We have a God that loves us so much, so much that he sent his only son to take the punishment for us. We also read in John 14, 6, this is Jesus's words. Jesus said to him, and I want y'all to hear this. This is Jesus talking. This is not Casey talking, okay? This is not every other preacher. I mean, preachers preach this, obviously, but this is not a thought or a, I suspect, or I think. This is what Jesus himself said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way. I am the truth, Jesus said, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 8, 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. That's good news, y'all. We have a God that loves us so much, and we have Jesus who is telling us with his mouth, this perfect, sinless (laughs) Savior is telling us, hey, don't look a million other places. I'm the way right here. Me, the one that came for you, that died for you, that raised from the dead to even furthermore prove (laughs) how, how divine I am. I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life and no one comes to the Father except through me. So he's saying, come on, y'all, come on. Romans 10, 9, let me read this. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, Lord, Not that Jesus is a man, not that Jesus may have existed, not that, you know, um, you know, whatever else you can fill in the blank. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, is your Lord, you want to follow him, you want to be in step with him, you want to pray to him. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is some good, good news. Y'all, and on this Christmas day, it is a celebration. It is a celebration of what God did for us. He sent his only son because he loved us so much, so, so much. 
And so y'all, there's so much more that I could talk about, but I, these are some powerful scriptures and I wanted to, you know, just kind of just open the door just a little bit, just show you just a little bit like that lady easily slid that door open for me <laughs> so that I could get to where I wanted to go. I wanted to give you just a little bit so that you can understand a little bit more if you've never heard what Christians believe about Jesus and salvation and sin. And I encourage you. I always like to kind of leave with, um, okay, so what now? Like, what now? Let's say like, okay, I would love to, I would love to, to know more about what the Bible says. And I want to, I want to grow in my faith of three things that I would suggest you doing. And there's, you know, a bazillion things you could do, but three that I would highly suggest you do. And number one is to plug into a local church or small group. I know that, um, some people have been hurt from churches in the past. I, I just pray, pray right now, God, I just want to pray that um, if there is somebody that is needing a, a small group to connect with, that you will just lead them to the right spot, God. Lead them to the right people. And I pray that for y'all because the right church makes all the difference. And I know there have been people hurt from churches. I am so, so thankful that I have been in such good churches. And I have seen just God's hand move in so many ways. But because people, sinful people, are in churches, like there, no doubt you have been hurt by somebody in church at some point. Please do not let that stop you from deepening your walk, your deep dive into what God has to say to you through His Word. And I know a lot of people say, I can just read on my own. I can just listen to podcasts on my own. But the Bible also tells us, to it says, do not neglect meeting together as some people have done. Don't neglect meeting together. There is a, we are made to be in community sometimes, okay? We are made to learn from each other, to be encouraged by each other. When one is, you know, is needing to be lifted up, we've got Christian brothers and sisters around us that can do that. So, there is a lot of good that can get that can come from just getting plugged into a small group or a local church or people that you can do life with and learn more about about God and His Word. So that's number one: get plugged into a small group of some sort or a church. Number two: I encourage you to listen to a podcast, and I love the Bible Recap. If you just type that in, Bible Recap. It's by Tara Lee Cobble, and she goes through the Bible, and it, it, we're coming up on January. You can start this January. It, there's a reading plan that you can do on the Bible app if you want to to read with it, and then she has a podcast every day that's like five minutes or less, I think. Maybe it's like 10. I, I really kind of forgot, but it's short. It's not really long, and it goes over the scriptures that you read, and it explains the scriptures that you just read, and y'all... That is so good no matter where you are on your Christian walk because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know, you know? <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I see how that works. I see this was written to X, Y, and Z, and, and there's, this is the reason for this, and this is how the Old Testament connects to the New Testament. There's so much rich just understanding that she provides in that podcast. So I definitely say Bible Recap Podcast is a great one to listen to. The third thing is I would just find some sort of routine. I just, I think this in all things, like in with working out, with work, with anything, if you don't schedule it, it's not real. That's true even with like spiritual practices. If you want to, okay, like you want to read more, you want to listen to your podcast more or whatever, you got to kind of create a routine that fosters that, whether that's, you know, 
on your walk every morning. That's going to be the routine that you listen to, you know, a certain podcast, or maybe you get up a little bit early to read a little bit of your devotion and journal and read God's word. Um, it can be, it can look different for different people, but I do think it's important to kind of start to establish a routine, not that you're going to be perfect with it, but, um, better than you were just by, (laughs) just by trying to implement that routine. I'll tell you in closing, uh, just on the, on the subject of routine, my dad is one that I have seen just model that so well of having a daily morning quiet time. I remember when I lived at home, you know, junior high, high school, and I would come into the kitchen and get be getting my breakfast ready for school. And my dad's Bible would be out and he would have just gotten done with doing his morning Bible study and, um, and or reading, just devotional reading. And I saw that for years. And that was way back when I was living with him. I've been out of the house for quite some time now, 25 years or something. But yet when I go to their house, they have a little back screened in porch and it's just really pretty. It overlooks the woods. And uh, my dad likes to sit out there and read and uh, have his coffee and his whatever he's reading. And oftentimes, I'll go out there and I'll look on the the little side coffee table right there where he sits. And he has a dated devotion so that like it has the date at the top. So like today, it would say December 25th at the top. Uh, and I will see that dated devotion is opened and underlined and all the things. And I'll look over and look and it's always on today's date. It's never flipped to three months behind that he hadn't read it in three months. It's always on today's date. He has made a practice of doing some form of spiritual input into his into his mind early in the morning. He's done that for years and years and years. And that is evident in his life. The fruits that he shows is evidence of him spending that time in God's word and making a routine with it. So anyway, just wanted to encourage you with that as well. There's so much more I could say, y'all. So much more. Um, Thank y'all for listening and taking this time, especially if you did it on Christmas. We're a little over the 20-minute mark, and I don't like these to be a whole lot longer. Um, But uh, but I'm going to really quickly just go over a few of the scriptures that I talked about today, just in case you were like, I didn't catch it the first time. I'm about to say it again, so you can grab a pencil, write them down. Um, We did Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23. John 3.16, John 14.6, John 8.12, and Romans 10.9. All right, that's some good reading. Write it down. Rewind this. Rewrite it if you want to. Uh, it's a great place just to start and to really to get into um, into God's words and what um, and what He says. So um, I'm going to close with a prayer, and then I'll let y'all go. All right, so um, God, thank you so much. Thank you on this Christmas Day for sending your son, Jesus. God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for providing a way for us to to have relationship with you, for us to have eternal life with you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Erin, let me pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have a good rest of y'all's day and a merry, merry Christmas. See ya, see ya. I hope y'all enjoyed that podcast. Y'all be sure to go like, subscribe this, leave a review. Let us know how you're liking it. We like that feedback. 
And if you want to follow us on other social platforms on Instagram, it's Pizzazz Art Studio. Same for Facebook. And Pizzazz is P-Z-A-Z-Z. Pizzazz Art Studio. Go check us out and see what all we have to offer over there. 